You won't have the fear of getting back just another amateur sounding product in the end. And it's a full complete system. And it will enable you to capture exciting recordings and deliver pro quality mix ready files to your mixing engineer. This is the Self-Recording Band Podcast, the show where we help you make exciting records on your own, wherever you are, DIY style. Let's go. Hello and welcome to the Self-Recording Band Podcast. I am your host, Benedict Hein, and I'm here with my friend and co-host, Malcolm Owen Flood. How are you, Malcolm? Hello. I'm great, man. Today's an exciting day. I got a band on the radio today, so I love oh, when that happens. <laughs> That's the best. Very fantastic. I mean, I say I got them on the radio. I didn't. I mixed a song, and it's on the radio. They did the work. <laughs> <laughs> so t- tell me more about it. What happened? Like, uh, So shout out to a band called Wet Future. Great uh-huh. band. Um, and yeah, I got to do the mix and master for it. Uh, and and that's awesome. Um, this song was produced down the road at a, a studio called Silverside Sound, which I'm sure I've mentioned on here before. Um, and and a good buddy of mine, Chris Erickson, did the producing for it. So it was like kind of a, like a, all my best friends were in a team and made the song, which is great. Um, but in uh, more relevant to this podcast, they just also released a new single, um, which isn't the one that's on the radio yet, mm-hmm. but they recorded it themselves. And they are listeners of this podcast. Oh, that's <laughs> uh, exciting! Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, like the drummer Brett Attig, um, he he's always in contact with me with questions and stuff like that. And he's got like a little setup for his drums now. And and Lucas, I think their guitarist handled most of the other recording. And uh, yeah, he's been crushing the podcast. So I'm hoping that the the radio station that picked them up will also give that song a spin because that would be like for sure a self recording band student <laughs> from the podcast getting on the radio with their work which would be really cool that's actually pretty amazing like is it some is it like a local station or is it some bigger radio station or what, what is it, it like? i mean it, it is local to us but it is a big station oh, it's like awesome. a, a reporting um billboard station kind of thing they're called 913 the zone um they've got a great like support network for for local bands so this is like a month feature for one band for for the band web feature um and uh, yeah, I remember when my band got it back when I was gigging actively and it like, it actually was like a huge stepping stone in our career. So it can really be a launching platform. For sure. Congrats, man. That's, that's very, very exciting. And it's so cool to see that this stuff can happen to bands who do it themselves. And I, I have no doubt that the self-recording song can all, uh, self-recorded song can also make it to the radio. So definitely, it's so cool to see that happen. I've had like, I don't know if they're actual listeners of this podcast, but I have had two self-recording bands last year and this year as well get on the radio, uh, Reaching for Reality and Disorder. Two bands from, I think they're actually from some, like, sort of the same area in the US, which is like, they don't know each other. They After they've worked with me, they found out that they are both from, like, from Ohio, I think, somewhere in Ohio. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, like, they they are were, like, starting to talk about touring together and everything. But they, they got to know each other through working with me. And, like, and That's both hilarious. of them, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and both of them made it onto, like, a local rock station that's also got a pretty big listener base as well. So um, it's, it's exciting to see that this can happen these days with rock bands as well. Definitely, That's awesome. Definitely. So cool. Keep me updated on that because I'd love to hear it when this the self-recording uh, self-recorded song makes it to the radio. I'd love to to yeah. talk about that again on the podcast. Definitely. I'll be uh keeping an eye out for it. Awesome. So cool. Yeah. Um other than that, 
You had a ho good weekend, I hope. Good week. <laughs> Amazing. I got into frisbee golf, which I uh, had no idea was so fun. <laughs> I don't even know what that is. I can't imagine what it is, but... It is like you're in the woods, like at least on this course. Um, maybe not... It's not like this for every everywhere, but uh, for this, it's like you're... It's a combination of like pretty rough terrain hiking and throwing a frisbee trying to hit targets <laughs> so it's like a course like you go yeah. in order and uh yeah you um you throw a frisbee trying to nail this metal pole way far away and like wherever it lands is where you have to throw from so it's like on the side of this cliff pretty much so you're kind of hiking around and like getting into <laughs> sketchy situations trying to throw a frisbee it's really fun Really that fun. sounds like and a ton of fun, actually. It's the kind of sport that you bring a backpack full of beer out for. <laughs> yeah, totally. That, sport. That, that, yeah, absolutely. But that sounds so like so much fun. <laughs> yeah, great time. Yeah, so that's super cool. <laughs> um, now, just before I forget uh, to get back um, to once again on the on the band that you were just talking about with the radio thing, can we? Is there a, a, like a, a recording or a replay of the a radio show or something out there that we can put in the show notes? I will Did they stream ask, that or anything like that? I mean, you can definitely listen to The Zone. Um, so 91.3 The Zone uh, is the radio station. And they definitely have like a web app and stuff like that. So you can listen from anywhere in the world for sure. Um, great station if you like rock. Um, it's, it's definitely a very killer station. So yeah, if you want that, I'm going to definitely... I know some of the DJs there, so I'm going to ask for like a, a clip of their a first play or something, you know, I always like that. That's cool. That That's um, awesome. And every link you have like to the band or those songs, I'd like to put in the show notes because if they are listeners of this podcast, they absolutely deserve a shout out in the show notes yeah. as well. So <laughs> definitely, yeah. definitely. I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll provide all that. So if you want to check them out, go to the show notes. Awesome. Cool. Thank yeah. you. All right. Now on to today's episode, I think, which yeah. is also a pretty exciting one. And as I said before, I got to be completely honest. I'm, I was a little nervous about this because it's getting real. <laughs> so yeah. um, this, before we start, I want to say that this week, uh, the week this episode airs is going to be the last week for you to be able to join the Self-Recording Band Academy waiting list. And after that, I will close the waiting list and then we will launch the course. So... The reason for that and the reason for the whole waiting list thing, and uh, I, I said it a couple of times, that if you're on the waiting list, it's definitely, it's going to be worth being on that list. Let's, let, let me say that. So um, you want to be on that list if you're planning to get to jump on the, on the whole academy thing. Mm -hmm. And the reason why I do this and why I want to reward people on that list is, A, there are a couple of people who've been on that list for very long, and I want to just a reward like them for being patient with me and being on that list and like being showing interest in what I do here and what I built here for bands. And B, this course is not like a quick and easy fix thing. It's not like a couple of videos that you just burn through and then magically everything will sound better. It requires work. It requires like dedication. It requires like um, you need to put in the work. You need to watch watch the videos, implement the things you're learning But when you do it, you will see results. And I want to have people in there like going through that course who will actually get results. That's what this is all about. Like this course is it's laid out in a way, and you will see that later in this episode. It's laid out in a way that it's easy to, that it's manageable. It's easy to navigate. 
But still, there's a lot inside of this course, and I want people in there who take it seriously. So if you put your name on that waiting list and raising your hand saying, I want to get in, I know that you're at least excited about it and that you're taking the first step um, towards like doing this. So I really want to reward action takers here. I really want to reward people um, yeah, who want to get in early and who are excited about this because I want to see results in the end. This course has, like, I've put so much work and energy and time into this course that, like, it being profitable or making anything, like, doing anything for me is, like, an afterthought at this point because I would have <laughs> to sell so many courses before it actually gets profitable at this point. I've spent so many days and weeks and months on this that yeah. my first goal here with this or the, the most important thing here with this for me is to actually help people get results. And so, yeah, that's the whole thing I want to say before we get into this episode. So it's, uh, yeah, it, more than anything, I just want serious people <laughs> in here right. <laughs> that actually do the work, make great records with what I'm putting out there. Uh, and I, I'm, I'm so excited to, be fu to finally be launching this. So to end this, if you want to get in early and get a special deal, um, sign up for the waiting list. It's the last week. You can actually do that. Yes, definitely do that. This is like <laughs> everybody, uh, especially band folks, have like set some kind of lofty goal. Like, especially when you're like early in your first band or something. Like, we're going to record a, a full length album with vinyl and stuff. And it's like that is a way bigger task than you envisioned. And Benny did that with this course. He's like, I'm going to make a course to help bands learn how to record <laughs> and themselves. And you know that'll be that'll be easy, right? And then when he realized it wasn't, he kept going <laughs> oh, yeah. for like two years now. <laughs> yeah, it's one. To be fair, it's one year after since I started building the, the actual course. But the idea was two years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. The idea started two years uh, ago. Like, but end of February 2020, 2020, I started the beta program, and it said in the like. The outline or like the the mail that I sent out to get people in the beta program said like we're doing this within like six to eight weeks or something like that and uh, that was my plan, but I right. soon realized it's not gonna happen and then COVID hit and all of that. Um, but anyway, as you said, I kept going and it was hard and frustrating at times, but I I'm so convinced of this whole idea that I just put in the time and yeah. made it and. Yeah, it's exactly as you said. Like you cannot imagine what it actually takes until you you jump into it and actually do it. And everyone yeah, well, kept telling me, you know, these I'm a bunch of in a bunch of co coaching um, programs or like online courses on how to actually build courses because I wanted wanted to do it right. So I'm big on education as well when it comes to my own education. And everyone kept telling me start with a mini course, start with something achievable, start with one topic, you know. But I've had this plan of this academy in mind and helping people from start to finish. And I just was stubborn and wanted to do this. And but I pulled it off and now it's happening. And that's super exciting. <laughs> it is very exciting, man. Well done. Um I think it is kind of becoming a the idea of this course is like an extension of this podcast. I feel like this podcast is kind of a proof of concept that we're, we're a year into doing this podcast already um, over and we still haven't got no shortage of stuff to talk about um, at all. Like it, it's such a vast topic. So it explains why a course like this would take so long um, and that it also proves that people need this information and want it because of our listener base, because of the people that keep listening every week and, and the growing number of people that are showing up to to hear us talk about this stuff. This course is definitely something that people need. Yes, absolutely. I, I see it every day when I work on, 
And that's the other thing. I, I'm still mixing full-time every day, which also adds mm-hmm. to the, the difficulty here in building such a thing. Um, but I see like every day with my mixing clients that people absolutely need a course like this, despite all the information that's out there. I mean, of course, everything is, is on YouTube. I know, of course, everything is for, out there for free somewhere. But for some reason, people are still not able to find all the pieces of the puzzle and put them together and... Um, extract what's really relevant for them and what's not and like this whole complete system for DIY bands for self-recording bands is a super important thing that I felt I had to put out into the world also there are a bunch of courses for engineers and producers and mixers out there of course if if your goal is to be a full-time mixer or whatever and this is super well valuable but a course specifically made for musicians who want to move the band forward and make the best possible record but want to do it themselves I haven't seen something like that that's this extensive and um, in-depth and um, tailored for this sort of yeah band and musician that I really felt the need to do it and I see it every day that it is necessary Hey friend, this is Benedict from theselfrecordingband.com and if you are producing your own songs, I have a question for you. Do you ever listen to your music and feel like something is just off? Maybe the drums sound weak, or the guitar tone bothers you, maybe the vocals don't really cut through the mix, or the whole thing just doesn't sound finished and professional, but you can't really put your finger on it? I know you want to release big, punchy, professional sounding songs, right? The type of authentic, unique art that connects with your audience on a deep level. But you're just not sure what's missing with your recordings. Somehow you just can't connect all the dots. And I get it, the amount of things to learn and all the conflicting information out there can be really overwhelming. Especially if you're a lone wolf trying to figure it all out on your own, right? Now here's the good news. Whether you've been self-recording for years or you're just setting up your first home studio, I want to offer you my personal one-on-one help. As long as you are determined to put in the work, I'm offering a limited amount of free one-on-one coaching calls with me. On this hour-long call, we'll dive deep into your recordings and create a personalized roadmap for you to finally solve the issues you're struggling with so that you can release music that you'll be proud of forever. If you are ready to see and believe that it's actually possible to achieve your goals and make the records you've always wanted to make, then go to theselfrecordingband.com slash call and apply for one of my limited coaching spots. I can assure you that making exciting and successful DIY records is very doable. We've done it. Lots of other people have done it. You can do it as well. Talk soon. TheSelfRecordingBand.com slash call. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking, for our listeners, I'm looking at the outline of the course for the first time. Um, right now and it is vast and I think it does draw to attention that the one thing that is missing from resources like YouTube and whatnot is the order of things Um, and that is definitely in my experience the thing that bands get wrong is they miss a core piece of the puzzle and don't realize until it's too late Um, you know like like we've said a thousand times on here editing your drums before you start recording stuff on top of it that gets missed all the time Um, and and it, if you're just you learn how to edit drums, it doesn't tell you when to do it and why to do it, and and teach you that mindset. Um, so yeah, I think this course is just going to be so valuable for people. Yeah, I absolutely hope it is, and I'm convinced it is. So 
Um, without further ado, let me walk you through the curriculum of the course real quick. And before you, like, if you're not interested in buying that course, before you leave us now, maybe still give it a listen, still stick with us, because this is going to be valuable for you as well. Because what I'm about to do is I'm going to walk you through the whole process of like making a record the way I outlined it in the course. And there's going to be some nuggets and like uh, things in there that will still be valuable for you. And if you like grab a notepad and just make some notes on, on and I think it will help you get clarity for your next mm -hmm. project as well. Even if you're not, if you don't end up buying the course or joining the academy, um, hearing this in order and a couple of thoughts from us on, on this will be valuable for you nonetheless. I'm pretty convinced. Absolutely. All right, let's jump into it. Okay, let's jump into it. So, um, there is the main course part with the actual modules and lessons. So the course is divided into six modules. And then there is, or seven, if you will, I'm, I'm going to get to this, but the six main modules. And those are divided into lessons. And most of them are pretty bite-sized, small, like short videos. The longer lessons are divided into like many videos, like sub-lessons. So it looks like a lot if you look at it, but it's just so that it's digestible and it's like you don't have to watch a bunch of like two-hour videos. So yes. instead of that, you have like shorter ones. Um, there is a start here area where it's just, you don't have to know that right now. I just want to tell you the value of this whole thing. In this area is you'll find downloads, you'll find PDFs that go along, like worksheets that go along with the, the actual modules, the videos, so that you can implement, make notes. There are cheat sheets. There are PDFs with like detailed information on drum heads and sticks and picks and guitar strings and like all all that stuff that would is hard to describe in a video that you just have to read and like have lists of things. This is in additional PDFs. Then there are, as I said, worksheets. There is a couple of bonus downloads that you'll see once you join uh, the academy. So there's this download area. There's a community for course members that you can join and should join so you can like um, you have access to peers you can go through the course together you can ask questions there are gonna be coaching calls with me group group coaching calls with me and the students those are gonna be scheduled inside that community you have access to me and ask questions so the community is gonna be very valuable um, so that there is that um, there's gonna be some challenges and accountability in there that we we're gonna do once we started um, all of that but now let's move on to the actual curriculum, the main part of the course. It all starts. Before we do, yeah, I, I just want to draw attention because I I also I, like invest in my education a lot. Um, like like Benny, we're both kind of addicted to it, <laughs> honestly. Um, so yeah, for sure. I want to drive home the point that through all of the courses I've taken, I think the community aspect of those courses has been the most valuable thing that's come out of it. Um, being able to ask questions through other people doing the same like learning exercises as me has led to some like the best situations in my life. Um, like actually me and Benny wouldn't know each other if we hadn't both been investing in our education in a course together. It's true. Um, and th th this podcast wouldn't exist, <laughs> at least not in this form. Nope. Um, so don't underestimate that. And, and if you're not already in our, like our open Facebook community, um, that isn't just for course members, you should totally get in that. That's like a great jumping in point if you want to see a community that's, uh, in action, but yeah. sorry. No, no. Yeah. Let's absolutely. get back to the, the content. A absolutely. Please jump in if you have any questions, because I know that stuff 
inside out at this point and like uh, please please interrupt me and ask questions because you're seeing it for the first time and I'm kind for of sure. to be honest I'm kind of winging it today as well because Malcolm sort of pushed me to do this episode I I'm, I gotta be honest that I'm a little nervous about about all this because I don't want to make like a, a commercial episode on this course but I think he's right it's valuable to do this um, but if you have any questions or, or ideas to make it even more valuable for people please interrupt me and ask <laughs> Definitely, and yeah, just so people know, we're, we're we are burning through this pretty quick. Yeah. Um, that like that, and that's intentional because we have other episodes we need to record. <laughs> that's the main reason. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the reason. Also, we don't want to bore you with all the details. I mean, that was that's what the course is for, but it's still going to exactly. be valuable. Yeah. So we can't teach the course on a podcast. Yes, this exactly, exactly. Um, little uh, thing on the community, the the Facebook community that you already know or hopefully know. Uh, that already exists, this is separate from the course. So this will always be free and it's a community that everyone can join. So if you go to the, the selfrecordingband.com slash community, uh, you can join our free Facebook community. That's a great starting point, as Malcolm said. But there's going to be another closed community just for course members because they can ask each other questions and and like yeah keep, keep uh, each other accountable and all those cool things that come with a community attached to a product like this. So... Yep. Yeah, the, let's jump into the actual curriculum. So the first module, this is something that I'm sure is going to be surprising to some students, um, not to you because you're listening to this episode, but uh, I know that it that many, not many people expect such a module in a course, especially at the start. And because this first module is not about anything tech-related, it's not about actually recording, it's none of the things that you would expect a course like that to be. This module is called the foundation, and um, it says do not skip this. And for a reason, because this is about the vision, songwriting, the big picture, playing technique, um, distributing roles within the band, um, having a strategy, having a goals, um, breaking down the whole process. Um, there's a couple of questions to ask yourself. We talk about lyrics. We talk about music to support the lyrics. We talk about creating emotional impact without uh, words. So all those things, because a recording, a mix, a master, whatever, can only be as good as as the song is. And like, I'd take a great song with a crappy production over a great production of a crappy song any day. So this mm -hmm. is like the most important part. And also great songs just sound better. They do. Yes. Great songs sound better. It's it's just true. You you can mix them more easily. It's like half the battle. So we focus on songwriting arrangement, big picture stuff here. Then also like technique and performance because it's just so so important. Drum technique, yes. the way you hit your drums, um, the balance between your shells and cymbals, the way you pick yeah. a guitar with the right hand, um, your vocal technique, um, the way you prepare yourself for the session, even even like health things or sleeping well before a session, stuff like that. That's all so important that I've made an entire module with several lessons and sub videos on this. It's the foundation for everything that comes after it. And if you work your way through that module, then you're going to be in a really good spot and everything else is actually the easy part compared to this. Yeah, you're you're almost glossing over that a little too quick and I want to stop you there and say that that technique thing is like, when you hire a world-class engineer, that's like what they're really doing. That's how they're making a difference is how they're coaching you into making your instrument sound better when you play it. Um, so like that cannot be 
that's something that's not very taught very often either. Nobody talks about that. They talk about how cool this new distortion pedal is, but not that if you use a flimsy little pick, it's going to sound bad. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. They just, uh, so that stuff's going to make such a difference for how your record ends up sounding. Totally, totally. Yeah, that's why this is so important. And I, I know that probably despite me like saying, do not skip this, I, I'm sure that a bunch of people will skip it because they want to get to the quote-unquote fun part. But I promise you, if you do not skip this, if you make it through those videos and um, if you read through those slides, you can download the slides that come with it. If you do the homework here, um, you will be way like much better off. Um, I just want to say that because I know some people are going to skip this and then wonder why things don't work out <laughs> in the end. But like, do not do this. Um, okay, so module number two is about the gear. Like the gear you really need and also how to get it out of the way because it's not as important as many people think. So we are talking about the hierarchy of recording gear and also monitoring like headphones and speakers. We, all, we talk about instruments, amps, and also tools, not only things that make noises, but things that you need to set up your, your stuff, you know, and like neat little studio helpers. And um, I'm going to walk you through, I'm going to give examples. I'm giving examples of, of things that you might need depending on whatever it is that you're trying to do, um, how to pick the right stuff, how to know what's necessary, what's not necessary. There is PDFs along with that. There are gear guides along with that um, that list the most common choices or recommendations from me. Um, mm. We talk about like drum gear, guitar and bass gear, virtual instruments, tools, as I said, all that, the actual right. recording gear, of course. And this whole module is not about like... Um, recording techniques or anything like that but it's like literally about getting the gear how to use the gear comes later so there's also right. a lesson on like microphones and room acoustic treatment the interface and all that yeah this uh, i get asked what i should buy all the time um it's just if people trying to buy gear so they can record themselves they don't know what to get and i bet that this section alone will probably save you more money than the cost course than the course costs. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just because you'll actually buy the right stuff and and not have to end up buying it again a few months down the road when you realize you got something that's not good for you. A hundred percent. This is uh, worth it alone. I, th I I agree. Yeah, it's yeah totally. Whatever. What, what what like what you said. Basically, it's yeah. exactly <laughs> that. And it, it's it serves to. Um, it's it's there for two reasons. The first is what you just said that it's going to save you money. The second is that I just want to be clear that the gear is important. You need the right gear, so that, that way it, it is important. But it's not as important because you don't need all the gear and you don't need, like, how to say this? Um, it's better to invest in yourself, in your skills, and, and to put in the time uh, and get the things really that are really necessary than skipping the work and the time and buying like everything or thinking you can buy your way through to like an awesome recording. That's not yeah. gonna happen. So that that's that's the reason this this exists. And it's also clarifying a lot of things. Like I explain the different type of microphones and the eye boxes and like all that. Because there's a lot of confusion out there also. So it's it's a lot of education in there as well. Definitely. Definitely. Then uh, we move on to pre-production. We've said it before on this podcast a bunch of times. Pre-production is Super important. Um, you should not skip this as well. We have a whole episode of, of this podcast that that's um, like uh, what do we say? It 
uh, what what did we call the episode? I'm not even sure, but <laughs> it's, it's something along the lines of like you should. Uh, I'm sure pre-production's in the title. <laughs> yeah, pre-production's in the title, and that you should not skip it because uh, you miss out if you do. That's basically yeah. <laughs> what we what we called it. <laughs> uh, and we talk about like the goal and uh, of pre-production, and also this is the first time we talk about the recording setup because this is the first time you're going to record something like when you do demos and pre-production. So here we're talking about the pre-pro setup, the basic signal flow, how to hook everything up, like all the things you bought in the previous module, how to like, put that together, to con- how to configure your software, find a sound and workflow, uh, figuring out like monitor, headphone mixes, learning your room, recording the first demos, analyzing those results, like that whole process. Because while you're doing pre-pro and demos, you also get familiar with your equipment, with your the gear. Mm. And we don't go into crazy detail here because this is just like you should be able to get to something quickly and like the creative side of things is still more important here at this point. So you're working on the songs, you're recording them, you're not spending so much time like on, on all the details, but like you while you're doing this, you are getting more comfortable and you kind of figuring some things out that will save you time later. And then you right. get feedback on the pre-pro and you come up with an a, a plan for the actual thing and then you practice and here's the first like big break in the course because at this point you have you have your songs you have the plan the vision for the whole thing you you know what you're trying to do you have bought everything you need to do this you've created the first demos you've gotten feedback um you have like a, a blueprint basically or like a first prototype of of the final thing and now right. you need to come up with a plan and practice right I, I'm so excited for people to reach this stage because if they've done all that earlier stuff, if they didn't skip module one, for example, um, and they record their pre-production demos, they're going to be so blown away by how much better those demos are than anything they've done before. <laughs> yeah. And they're just the demos. It's, yeah, that'll be an exciting moment for people, I'm sure. Yeah, I, I agree. And what you'll find now is that once you, when we move on uh, in the course, um, the, the videos actually get with the exception of a couple of example videos, of course, those need to be sort of long and extensive, but the videos actually become shorter because the bulk of the work is done at this point. Like you have, you have, you haven't even noticed, but at this point you've done such a big part of the work already that the next videos mm-hmm. are getting shorter and easier to consume. And the actual recording process, once we, once we get to that, is pretty self, uh, like what's the word? Explan- explanatory, is that the word? Yeah, because like yeah. at this point you already know how things work. And that's where most or many courses or educational stuff out there starts, you know. And it, and when we hit that point of the actual recording session, we've already done most of the work. We don't start yeah. there. We do the work before. So the next model, module is the actual recording setup, like getting ready to record the damn thing. Um, and here we start, again, not with like... The the, the recording gear, we start with the instruments. We're doing drum setup, drum tuning, guitar and bass setup. We choose, then we choose the mics and place them. Um, and we compare a bunch of like different techniques. And you have, of course, audio examples of different overhead techniques, different uh, placements on guitar caps, um, all that stuff. There are, of course, audio examples in there. But this part of the course, like the actual audio, it's in there, but it's like, uh, on purpose, not the focus, because I can't do examples for every genre and every band out there. And what I want to do is I want to give you the tools, the mindset, and uh, like the methods to capture 
whatever is right for your project and to to create the tones that are right for your project. I want to enable you to come up with the vision, to have a sound in your head, and then do what's necessary to make that come out of the speakers. So there are um, examples, of course, in this module with the mic choice and placement. I do a bunch of different, like, as I said, stereo micing techniques, different close mics on guitars, and there's a, a whole bunch of that in there. But these are just examples for some specific situations that might or might not work for you. So what I'd rather have is like people having the equipment and the mindset and the knowledge to do what's right for their projects. Mm. So yeah, yeah. It, it's this is really reinforcing that there isn't like a one size fits all miking setup. Yeah, right. Um, and that showing off different stereo miking setups, for example, is going to kind of show the the audience what those differences actually translate to, right? Yeah. Um, then you can make decisions based on you know what you're hearing in your head, and also based on that demo you made. Being like, okay, we need this to sound bigger or more roomy, whatever you, you might want, right? More wide, maybe. Um, that's going to influence those decisions you're making. Yeah, exactly. And like same with the um, with the guitar. For example, the guitar lesson, the guitar miking, cl- the guitar close mics or caps lesson. When you watch that lesson and listen to the examples, the the goal here is not to say, oh, I like the SM57 in that spot, so I'm going to do this. The The goal is for you to to realize that, okay, if I go in that direction, the sound changes that way. If I go in that direction, the sound change, changes that way. So I need to find whatever is right for me and I combine the different things. But at least now, as Malcolm said, you know how these changes gonna, are going to affect your sound, your tone. But it's not meant to give you like a preset or something that you could just take and, and run with it. You can try and it might work, but the goal here is to just give you the extremes and like um, to show the changes that can happen and how that translates to to the sound, to what comes out of the speakers. But you should really take that knowledge and create something unique yourself. That's the Absolutely. whole goal here. Yeah. Absolutely. So yeah, mic choice and placement. So we go through getting tones. Basically, we do like what whatever you would do on a setup day before the actual recording session. We um, go through different overhead settings, close mic settings on drums, guitar and bass caps. Uh, we talk about guitar DIs. We talk about amp sims, um, like line outs and like DI outs of amps and load boxes. All these things because there's a lot of confusion which signals you can actually record or should record. We talk yes. about acoustic guitars, guitars as well, um, and yeah, we talk about vocals. This is sort of the hardest part here, um, but you see that when you watch the videos because vocals it's just such a unique instrument because you are essentially the instrument that like right. mic positions don't really make sense. Not as much as with like guitar caps. There's no put the microphone here and this will happen because like every every mouth is different. Like one singer sings to the left and another singer sings to the right or whatever. So you right. got to find that out for yourself. You just got to know what to do when you encounter a problem, what to do when you want to create a certain vibe. So these things are in there. And yeah, we, we also touch on like keys and additional production elements and percussion and stuff like that. But always keep in mind, it's a band thing. It's called the self-recording band. So it's more about like rock bands and um, in the broadest sense, but like band-based music and not so much on, on like electronic music. So right. just that, keep that thing in mind. Yeah. Well, there is no how to mic an electronic sample. <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> That's <sounds> pretty simple. <laughs> exactly, exactly. 
Yeah, that's this part. So we're still in module number four, the actual recording setup. And uh, then there is a whole lesson on MIDI drums. And we also touched a, a little like briefly on like MIDI guitars and bass, just MIDI programming overall, how that works, how to mm -hmm. get organic sounding drums, um, like the, the, the workflow, the signal flow, and what how to program stuff so that it sounds real. Uh, and then we move on to session setup, gain staging, and monitoring. So, yeah, like how to to make to create the actual recording session in your computer, um, in your software, so that you can move intuitively and quickly, and so that the the actual session when you start recording will go as smoothly as possible. And the final lesson in this setup module is called vibe, atmosphere, and checklists. Because once you got all the tones and you got all the like, you have the the software working and the workflow and the template and like you're ready to go. Don't forget to get everything you need for the session in terms of like supplies other than the recording gear. That's just important. Mm -hmm. You want to make sure everyone's happy and relaxed and that the environment you're working in is like enjoyable and inspiring. You want to create an atmosphere. You want to have checklists ready so you don't run into problems. You want to have a plan B for certain problems. So you just want to make sure that besides all the technical and all the tone stuff, that yeah, nothing can stop you. And once you start right. the session, you just roll and you have like a flow going and everyone just is excited about it. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's that's a great thing to have on there. Yeah, I just want to drive home that this really does cover like pretty well every instrument that you're probably going to encounter, you know? And even if it's like you don't have horns on here. Nope they're going to have a pretty good idea of what to do after you've burned through these. Um, you're going to be armed with the, the decision-making tools <laughs> to get through that situation if you need to get some horns on your track. Absolutely. <laughs> be that MIDI or through uh, micing it up, right? Um, yeah. And, and the drum programming thing, I think, is really important. For you and me, Benny, yeah. we live in this world of working on digital audio workstations all the time. So we're not really daunted by it. If we need to program something, we're just like, okay, well, we'll just have to go plop it in there. But when I talk to musicians who haven't done any of it, and I'm like, oh, you should program the drums because you guys don't have access to a drummer or a studio or whatever. You know, that's a criteria that happens pretty often. It's like, okay, you might be better off just programming. And they're terrified <laughs> because they don't know how. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, like, I think that's going to be a really valuable lesson just to kind of illuminate how to do it. And uh, it, it's, you know, it's one of those things that is easier than you would think. Yes, I, I agree. It's It was surprisingly easy to do that lesson. I thought, oh God, this is going to be a, such a long video. And it, it's, it is kind of long, but I was kind of terrified of doing it because so many things came to my mind. But once I started doing this video, I thought like, there's not so much to it. I, I, I like during the process, I started wondering if I really covered it all, but it's like, it's not as complicated once you understand um, how it works actually, yeah. like the basic principles. Absolutely. And then all, it comes down, of course, to the library you're using and all that. So there's always going to be variables in there depending on what you're using and what aesthetic you're going for. But um, I think we, we're covering that pretty well in this video. Yeah. Cool. So yeah, then uh, module five is the actual recording session. And now this is again a surprising thing, I guess, for a lot of people going through the course then. These videos are pretty short and like we're not talking about like actual tones or microphones or gear or like anything of that anymore because we've done we've prepared ourselves we've prepared the sessions we know what tones we want we want we know how to get them we did the sound check so now like we're rolling and it's all about 
getting through the process and focusing on what matters most again, the performance, the art, the energy, mm. the vibe. So in this whole recording session, module number five, we start with talking about the psychology and the distribution of roles. And I mean that you should be, again, we, we touched that in module one as well, but here I'm, I'm like doing it again to really um, tell you how and emphasize how important it is to communicate well, how being bad at communication or ignoring the psychology part can totally ruin everything that's coming now in the session. They can totally ruin your results. This, like You can have the best tones, you can have the best gear and everything. If you're just not good at communicating and you ruin the vibe and like you start arguing and like no one's excited anymore about the project, it's all worth nothing. So you you really need to have a vibe going. You really need to know everyone's role in the process. And you cannot be afraid of making hard decisions sometimes. Sometimes you might tell something, someone to leave the room, for example. Or you need to tell someone to just shut up because they're ruining the vibe of the session. Or like stuff like this can happen. And I'm kind of walking you through how to um, talk about that before the actual session starts, how to get everyone on the same page, and how to not run in those kind of problems because you don't want your session to be ruined after all the work you put in at this point. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I just had like a pre-production conversation yesterday on the phone with a client and uh, they gave me the heads up that one of the members really isn't great with the click track. And I said, okay, he's got a month. Like, I'm sure he can get it down in a month. If not, let him know that I have fired people before. Like, it's gonna, we're gonna get the job done. <laughs> so if he knows it in advance, he's gonna be fine with it. If I'm just like, this isn't working. Like, how could he not be fine with that? Because he's had all that time and known this was coming kind of thing. So it's, it's not personal. It's just like, okay, we're, the job has to get done. You're out of the chair. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. absolutely. And it, I mean, it's not like you like to do this. It's you feeling no. uncomfortable doing that probably. But of course, if it's got to be done, it's got to be done. So yeah. And, and way better for me to get to like send that message now rather than when we're sitting there in the studio. Totally. Right? Totally. Yeah, so that's how this lesson starts, uh, this module. And then we actually get started with the recording session. So scratch tracks first. If you you mm -hmm. can use your pre-production, but you can or you can like start recording like quick live takes and use those as scratch tracks. Like I show different approaches, different techniques here, but it's just I want to just um, tell you about the importance of scratch tracks and how you can right. get them, how you can use them. And then we move on to different approaches. Um on how to like actually record the record. So we talk about the live recording scenario. We talk about doing drums and basic tracks first or together. We talk about overdubs. We talk about bass and rhythm tracks. We talk about leads, about vocals, about background vocals, and all about like special effects, additional production, synth samples, all of that. And um, I'm going to show you how to move through those phases in, in like first of all, I'm going to show you the, uh, an order that makes sense, and then I'm going to show you how to move through those phases in the most efficient and like fun and creative way. As I said, you already have the bulk of the work out of the way basically at this point, but still there are some techniques and some tips and tricks that you can use to make those sessions go really, really smooth. And um, yeah, this is what this whole module is about: the actual session, what happens during such a session, what can go wrong, how to best approach it. And that's it. Awesome. Love it. 
Yeah. And then uh, we finish it off sort of with the module six, which is post-pro, everything that happens after the production, after the recording. So we talk in editing, like a little um, side note here, part of the editing is happening earlier, as we said, like drums should be edited mm -hmm. before you move on. But like now we're talking editing, exporting and file transfer, uh, cleaning up the session, consolidating takes, organizing everything, labeling files, exporting files, and then now what? Like what right. happens now? What What's next? Um, editing, mixing, mastering, finding the right engineers, the right team, if you outsource some of it, um, communicate, how to communicate well, how to make everything like efficient and not not waste anyone's time, including your own, um, like the revision process, how to go about that, what to expect here, um, master file formats and versions, which file goes where. So once you receive your stuff back from the people you work with, what do you actually do with that? What files, which files mm -hmm. you, should you request if you don't get everything automatically? Um, just know what to expect, what you need, how to communicate these things reevaluate and adjust the release plan and schedule if necessary because things might have right. changed throughout this whole process. So your initial plan that you made in module one might need some adjustment at this point. So think about that again. And then do a final check. And here we go. You did it. That's module number six. And you're basically done. Awesome. Yeah. If you literally follow all those steps, you're going to have a super rad album <laughs> or recording, whatever, you know, you've decided to bite off. But absolutely. Yeah, that is wicked. And I also want to say I said mixing mastering just to be clear here, uh, like full disclosure, this is not a mixing course and not a mastering course. So I talk about what mixing is and why you absolutely need this. But I also tell you why I absolutely think that if your goal is to move your band forward and not become a mixer, that you should outsource mixing. We've t told you that on the podcast as well. And like, if you want to mix the record yourself, this course is totally valuable as well. Just the mixing part of it is, if I'm gonna ever going to do that, it's going to be a separate course because we would just be too much in one thing. For mm -hmm. this course, it's the framework and the system that I recommend to self-recording bands, and that includes outsourcing mixing because I'm absolutely convinced that it is the way to go and that a self-recording band without a really experienced engineer in the band, um, should not mix the, their own record. So that's why I'm teaching it that way. And um, the mixing and mastering part of the course is about how to best approach this with external partners, how to outsource this, how to communicate, what to expect, how this all works. But it's not a mixing course. Just want to be clear here. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's a good clarification. It couldn't be both. You can't, <laughs> no. don't learn those at the same time. <laughs> no, and it's all right. I'm already glad if people make it through this massive course here and like um, implement any, everything. I'm sure they will. Mm. Uh, and it's like manageable, as I said, but adding mixing on top here, this would be like just too much for one thing, one after the it other. It absolutely would be. I think like if you haven't ever recorded a song, let alone an album or an EP, it's a it's a huge undertaking, much, much longer than you would think it is. Um, I did a single with a band called Deodon uh, a few months back. Loved how it turned out. But I alone put 70 hours into one song. Yeah. Like, it's, think about what, uh, like, their time writing it and, like, preparing for it and what they've got to do to release it now and stuff like that. Like, it, it's still not out. So they're still working on that stuff, you know? Like, um, this is a huge undertaking, what you're trying to do. And something like this is going to be so useful to like guide you through that process it's like 
you've got a roadmap now to get this thing done, which is really valuable. Yes. Yes, I hope so. And um, yeah, and then module number seven, that's why I said like six modules or seven, depending on how you look at it. The system is basically done at this point, but module number seven is like a lesson, a video, a, long, a longer video with like actual audio examples. So you're going to, um, I'm going to pull up a session with like different multi-tracks and different genres, and I'm just going to walk you through those recordings and tell you why I made certain decisions, why the tones are what they are, why the arrangement is what it is, and just so you see a real-life application of all the things you've learned in the course. So you can, you don't have to do that at the end. You can go to that module while you're in some module. Like, you can do that whenever. It's just like a reference. It's just the result of everything I teach is in that module number seven. And it's not like super, like, tons of of like big multi-track songs or whatever again it's like specific parts of specific songs and specific genres with certain arrangements to show you the things that are relevant and necessary so it's also built in a way that it doesn't overwhelm you but when you listen to those parts or songs and multi-tracks if you watch this video you get a clear idea of a lot of the things that i was teaching in the course so for example when i talk about guitar resonances or guitar sounds and how to place the mic you only really know what i mean when you've listened to those examples and watched this video because i'm going to show you what to listen for why the guitars sound the way they sound i'm focusing in on certain frequency certain parts of the frequency spectrum and like showing you what this nasty guitar resonance actually sounds like i'm showing you what the rumble sounds like and why i got rid of it i'm showing you why i chose a certain drum tone, a certain snare pitch, or like things like this. And so you get the tools, the knowledge, and the mindset to do all that. And like the it all comes together when you watch this video and listen to these songs and like analyze these multi-tracks. Because then you see an application of all of that basically. Cool. Love it. Yeah, these are the multi-tracks. And then there's, as I said, bonus material. Like um I can I cannot say everything here because like there's some yeah. some bonuses in there that um I'm really stoked to see you to see the reactions to this and like uh I always want to put more in the course than I actually promised to deliver so yeah. just be excited yeah. for that <laughs> a, a small hint some of these bonus workshops include some guests we've had on the show before <laughs> oh yeah yeah exactly and they're amazing they're they're freaking amazing they should be their own courses (laughs) yeah exactly there are sort of like mini courses on top of the actual course just thrown in as a bonus and i might actually package some of that stuff up at some point and maybe sell it as a mini course so you get it included in the academy for now but it's really valuable stuff um awesome and then yeah the production planner uh and stuff like that and yeah downloadable things that help you navigate this whole course and help you get the results the community group coaching calls, all of that creates this system. And to sum it up, I believe this is the complete proven step-by-step system to make a killer record in your practice room. And it will enable you to capture capture exciting recordings and deliver pro-quality mix-ready files to your mixing engineer. And you won't have the headache, you won't have the endless back and forth anymore, Uh, you won't have the fear of getting back just another amateur-sounding product in the end. It solves all those problems, and it's a full, complete system. That's the whole goal mm. behind this. And that's why it's such an extensive, like, massive course. 
it's got to be that way. It's what I think a lot of courses out there are missing. And I wanted to put it all together here. Amazing. Yeah. Love it. I uh, yeah can't recommend to people. Like, if you've been listening to this podcast, you're obviously interested in this topic, in, in recording yourselves to a professional degree. And I just really think that this, there's no way you could go wrong investing in yourself by taking this course. Totally. Absolutely think so. And I can, what I can already say is, even if I can't reveal the pricing at this point, it's not gonna be like a major expense, especially if you're a band and you're like five people in the band. I don't ask like everyone in the band to buy this course. Like you can buy it <laughs> once for your band, of course. Like I know that like five people in the band will not buy the course five times and that's totally fine. And if you break, and if you divide the, the cost of the course through four or five people, it's really, really, really affordable. And it's much cheaper than any sort of formal audio education, of course. Like it's the, this sort of stuff is like tens of thousands of dollars if you go to like a mm -hmm. university to, to study that stuff or like private schools or whatever. Um, so obviously much cheaper than that. It's probably more actionable and will get you to the results faster even um, than yeah. some of that stuff. And it's like, and also the, the amount of money you will save because you're not buying gear that doesn't do anything for you, as Malcolm said, is also a factor here. So I think this is a steal, actually. And I think it's really it's going to be really affordable. And um, Oh, yeah. yeah. It's affordable in the time you'll be saved from not having to redo hard work um, alone. It's, it's, I don't actually know the exact price, but I can almost guarantee that it's cheaper than a single day in the studio with me. Like yeah. Yeah. <laughs> your, your options are learn through a course like this or go and learn from somebody like myself um, by hiring me. And that's a much more expensive route. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Let alone like trying to do it yourself, buying a bunch of gear, then getting frustrated because you don't get the results and then ending like you end up hiring someone and going to the studio and redo it all again. Like if you add all that all together, like it's like not even close. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is the, this is the bargain. Yeah. All right. Let's um, wrap it up. Yeah. I mean, I hope I, I hope this was still valuable for you guys. Even if you like not end up buying the course, I hope you still got some clarity on the whole process. I think I, I hope you got to, could take something away that will help you come up with your own plan or like structure your next project better. And if you just keep listening to the show, you know we always put we always putting out valuable content for you. We'll always we're always here to help you out. That will continue in the future, of course. Nothing will change. So. If you just want the free education, absolutely fine. But if you want to take it to the next level, if you really want to take your next record production seriously, I really, I really love to see you join the academy. Yeah, definitely. If there's one thing to take away as actionable from this episode, other than buy this course, is <laughs> that uh, pay attention to what we focused on in this process. We we literally went through step by step making a record, and what did we care about in there? And it wasn't a bunch of talk about how to mic up a snare drum right like there's a there's there's stuff to if you read between the lines you'll learn something from this episode i think i hope so yeah thank you thank you for sticking with us through this um and i can't wait to see you in the the academy and remember this week if you're listening to this episode right after it airs right after it goes live um you have a couple of days left um to join the academy waiting list and then it's going to be closed can still get into the academy but i really recommend getting on that list and like i i really i'm really rewarding like action takers here so do it yeah 
if you even if you don't think you're going to buy it, it's worth just signing up just to to see what the deal is. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> awesome. Thank you for listening. See you next week. Bye. Bye. Hey friend, thanks again for listening to this episode. If you enjoyed this one, just know that this is just a tiny fraction, a small taste of what we can actually do to help you completely transform your recordings and mixes forever. If you are really serious about your music, if you want to reach your goals as a self-recording artist, then please apply now for the Self-Recording Syndicate, our coaching program that takes you from where you are to being able to completely independently produce and release exciting sounding music forever. If you join that program, you're going to be part of a very, very passionate, dedicated, committed group of self-recording artists from all around the world. And you're going to get a roadmap, guidance, feedback, personal access to me and the team. We're going to do everything, literally everything we can to help you make the best recordings you can possibly make. And it all starts with a free first call, completely free, no strings attached, best case scenario. We're going to end up working together and we're going to completely transform the way your music sounds. Worst case scenario, you're going to get an hour of free coaching and an action plan that you can then take and implement on your own. So if that sounds interesting to you, get started now with your first completely free call by going to theselfrecordingband.com slash call, or just click the link in the show notes. See you next week.